0: Thank you once again for listening to the message today. We trust that you were blessed by it. Please do subscribe to our podcast to receive new messages every week. Thank you very much and keep on building. Let's continue. Uh, We are continuing with our theme, Christ Incorporated, because we said we are looking at ourselves as a legal entity that was established by Christ here on earth. We are not here by mistake as the church. We are not just here existing as some religious organization that is patiently waiting for Christ to return. But we are here because God established us so that we can engage in kingdom business, uh, so that we can bring impact Uh, But there are things that we need to observe, things that we need to think of in the most effective way. And one of those things uh, we started um, last week, we spoke about, uh, the subject titled "Money Matters," Amen. Uh, and the the pan there is intended, Amen, because money matters uh, in this world we are living in. Uh, it matters, you know, how much you have. Angaz kwatulendle ne. Umumnyoti, but Does it not matter that I have Jesus in my heart? Yeah, it does, uh, but even he himself did not uh, speak against the money equation because he acknowledged it plays a role in this world we are living in and its systems, and that's why when it was time to uh, pay for taxes and stuff like that, Jesus said, give what belongs to Caesar to Caesar, you know. Um, He did not downplay it. uh, And to a point that he also had to take out money from the mouth of the fish so that certain things can be paid. Uh, So when money was needed, Jesus did not speak in tongues. He paid. May God bless you with that kind of ability so that you can be able to pay for things that need to be Uh, paid Uh, it is the bible that says uh, money answers all things it is the bible that says money is a defense Um, I made this example last week at Hillcrest I said there are people today who are sitting in jail serving sentences uh, not because they are guilty but it was because they could not afford an attorney to come and plead their case effectively. You know, uh, There are people actually who are even guilty, but who are roaming around the streets uh, because they could pay their way out of the troubles that they were uh, faced with legally. Uh, that is amen so so money matters in that sense but also what we are focusing on uh, are financial matters that as the children of God we need to be aware of in as far as money is concerned the Bible says that my people perish for lack of knowledge so if we choose to ignore, certain knowledge in as far as finances are concerned, we are going to find ourselves uh, living lives that God did not intend for us to live. Because we need to be equipped with proper knowledge uh, so that we can be able to handle money well. Because money does not, Hang around where it is not uh, valued. When we are ignorant of certain things, certain financial issues or matters, then money, uh, like the Bible says, it it it, it has wings. Manja manju kini corner. Mahoto say yati bye bye. so this morning we are going to talk about money matters part two or 2.0 uh, if you wish amen money matters uh, tell your neighbor amen <laughs> uh, but wait until I get my money right so wait until I get my money right because you see if you can get your money right there are many things that can be resolved there are many things that can just simply resolve themselves they uh, Babu used to say, Aglona ikolo lelikpete. Eh, inkinga ngayake in <the> ngulo, opegene nayo, imali. Kunama mapeinji, anganyama lala. Eh, obo kawontu, obo uwezu Eh, anyama lelikso kungene imali. Eh, sophila so ufila ga nga pila. Ah, nga pila. When I studied the subject of poverty and stuff like that, I, you know, no, yeah, poverty and and, and finances and stuff, I I came across, you know, this word that sometimes we use it uh, for, you know, in reference to many other things, and that word is the word distress. And I realized, Uguti, that word also is directly linked to lack of money. That That's why my I saw it yesterday, uh, you know, my my wife was sitting on the couch, you know, we just we just had had a lazy day yesterday with um, well personally i did not want to go anywhere and sms and she showed me and said hey, hey. and i was thinking I was about to say, let's go to the mall. I was like, wow. <laughs> we were just chilling. All of a sudden, Wangani SMS, Yeah, but let's go to the Bible, uh, Barcelona, because I don't intend to, to keep you long. This church is hot. Sonia Begazela, Nitulile, Ngenelengasho, Yavunga, Ming. So, you can imagine me, I'm drinking ginger tea here. So, <laughs> my name is understand what could be anointing than a ginger tea part. He, Lashi <laughs> Salazon, find us together. My echo, I was a man. This is a a mother's room. I've been in Tantayoga last <laughs> week. I This week, is when she planned Happy Mother's Room. Uh, and then you get license do So finally, there was going to keepy, Mali. Staying in i going to the next I'm going to I bonda limyama, i pika simyama, nathi simyama. So mara nyatwabang kutmas <laughs> nashanga nisa kundog nashanga na ne. Sitoro nama ekon si fagen vazorona At least ama ista sitoro si right. Abong temangen anje nathi ye. Mnesi nyabatwerenge te i vula then, you know, uh, but slang and his sin is born. So let's start with Luke chapter number nine, verse number 13. I'm reading from the NIV. I'm going to read from two places for the purposes of Ningbegazele Bazalwane. Namsha yagu tingfuno kuluma. In daba isuzu kuluma zitande uktu So ningu begazelele ngongo nzuzu So he called ten of his servants. Say his servants. Amen. One more time. Say it like you mean it. Amen. One more time. Amen. And gave them ten miners. Say he gave them. And and listen to what he said. Put this money to work. Put this money to work, he said, until I come back. So money must work for us, not us for it. We work to fulfill purpose. And we use money to do that. Now, 2 Kings chapter 4. 2 Kings chapter 4, I'm going to read from verse. It's going to be a little bit of a long read. Please uh, forgive me uh, for that. Amen. From verse number 1, a certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophets cried out to Elisha. Saying, your servant, say your servant. servant. One more time. Your Your servant, my husband, is dead. And you know that your servant feared the Lord. Say, your servant feared the Lord. Lord. One more time. Your Your servant feared the Lord. And the creditor is coming to take my two sons to be his slaves. Because that is what the Bible teaches us. It says, the rich rule over the poor. The borrower will be a slave to the lender. That's what the Bible says. And verse number two, so Elisha said to her, what shall I do for you? Tell me, what do you have in the house? And she said, look at that response. Look at that response. Your maid servant has nothing in the house but a jar of oil. So she was simply saying, ah, I don't have anything. And in other words, she was looking down on the jar of oil that she had. As far as she was concerned, there was nothing. There's nothing good that can come out of it. Can anything could come out of Nazareth? And verse number three, then he said, go borrow vessels from everywhere. From all your neighbors, empty vessels. Do not gather just a few. Do not gather just a few, verse 4, and when you have come in, you shall shut the door behind you. Because sometimes when you are busy working on a miracle, it might help to shut out the world, disconnect from social media until you some results. And when you have come in, you shall shut the door behind you and your sons, then pour it into all those vessels and set aside the full ones. Verse 5. So she went from him and shut the door behind her and her sons. In other words, she obeyed the instruction. She went from him and shut the door behind her and her sons who brought the vessels to her. And she poured it out. What did she pour out? The oil. Verse 6. Now it came to pass when the vessels were full. That she said to her son, bring me another vessel. And he said to her, there is not another vessel. So the oil ceased. Verse 7 Then she came and told the man of God, and he said, Go sell the oil and pay your debt, and you and your sons live on the rest. Go sell the oil, pay your debt, live on the rest. Go. Sell the oil, pay your debt, live on the rest. Go, sell the oil, pay your debt, live on the rest. Father, we thank you for the reading of your word. Speak to us this morning, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Each and every one of us as we are seated here, we are representing different financial seasons. All of us, as we are here, there are seasons we are in, all of us, financially. We are not at the same place, we are, but we are all somewhere. There are maybe four seasons that I can talk about that I am guaranteed that some of us a part of those seasons. As a matter of fact, all of us will belong to one or more of these seasons. The, The first one, it is the season of no money. In other words, there is no income. That is a season of I am not even sure where the next meal is going to come from because I have no guaranteed income. I don't, I am not working. I don't have a business. um, I don't earn a grant. There is absolutely nothing that is coming in. Some of us, under the sound of my voice this morning, are in that season. And there's a second season of just enough. Or a season, before we get there, a season of not enough. In other words, you do have some form of income. You are working and you are earning a salary. Whether by your own doing or through situations and circumstances, uh, that income is not enough. It is there, but it is not enough. This is where, <laughs> when the money ends, there's more month left than the money. Uh, you, have you ever, you know, you woke up and you, you, you were kind of hoping that this is the week of the big SMS. Uh, but you read the calendar wrong. And you realize that, hey, there's still two more weeks to go. Um, And you just spent your last hundred rands. So you do have financial resources or access to finance, but it is not enough. It is not enough. And sometimes it is through our own doing. Because in most cases, when we get that financial breakthrough, God opens the door. What do we do? We improve our lifestyle, our cost of living, all of a sudden we are now opening accounts. And before we realize what we thought was a breakthrough is now becoming a burden. Because some of us, we hate salary day When salary, salary, salary. You are like, I hate, I curse that day because my figure, it is hollow, a Have you ever found yourself in a situation where you are calculating the numbers are not adding up? It's like, I saw it coming in, but it, it, the balance, I need to phone the bank. And find out who would bank say in the mall. Ganta, oh, the bank na inza ng. In fact, he says, he says <laughs> ngafik. Yeah, yaman last week chelo ko nugu sayi pumi le. Yonki malik faili pumi. Besake pumi ni yep yep bank. Etichas tu kuk begeli malij. City na ti city halo. And then there is another season of just enough. Where you are in a season where you are comfortable, whatever that you are earning, you are able to, you know, get by. You can pay what needs to be paid. You can have food on your table. You can have roof over your head. You can afford life. You, you are okay. And, and all of us, we want to be in that place where we are comfortable. Where I can now at least, you know... Uh, be up to date with my bills. You know, that uh, comfortable time where uh, you pay that last uh, bill and at least you still have something uh, for a mugwina uh, or for a pizza, you know, uh, and we are comfortable. And somebody once said that if, you, if what you have is just enough for you and your family, it is not yet prosperity, but it is survival. You are able to get by. But there is another season which is a level on top if we are interested. A season of more than enough. And I thank God because our Bible describes God as the God who is more than enough. El Shaddai, the many-breasted one. The Bible says about him, he is able to do exceedingly abundantly above we can ever ask or think. Our God is the God of overflow and abundance. He wants to give us what is more than enough to take care of me and those who are around me for that matter. Are we together as and and it does not matter where we are in terms of these seasons god always wants to come and improve or change our season He wants to take us from that season of not having income at all to a season of having income. And probably, like I said, it will start as abundance, but at some point life happens. There are some financial decisions that must be taken, and we find ourselves in a situation where we are you know, somehow believing that God will change our season. And God's desire is to always, you know, change our season. Why? Because the Bible says for everything there is a season. There is a time for everything. And sometimes you go through a certain season. The Bible describes God as the God who changes seasons, right? He places kings and he removes kings. So God in his work and in his dealings in our lives, one of the things that he is calling, consistent with it is to change our seasons including financial seasons where he will find you at a certain season and he will want to upgrade you to improve you and and that also depends on your level of faith knowing and believing that there is always more there is always more that God can give you there is always more that you can believe God for that in such a way that even though you are comfortable even though you are already in a season of abundance but God can still improve that season because God always wants to give us more are we here and you can believe that today can be a season where your season will change. It can be an appointment that you have with God where you can literally walk out of this place, God having shifted and changed your season. That I have walked into the service in a season of no income. And as you stretch your faith and believe in God in this room this morning, God can orchestrate something that as you walk out of this place Things are going to turn around in your life. You can receive that phone call that can take you from a season of no income to a season of income. God can change, you, uh, can change your season or situation from a season of just enough to a season of more than enough. So it does not matter where we are. This message is relevant for everybody. Everybody. There is always more that God can do in our lives or to improve our situation. Are we here, Bazelon? Yeah. So sometimes we find ourselves in some form of, you know, a, a crisis financially. And crisis is not really about lack of money. Financial crisis is also about the misuse of money. So, so another season can be, yes, I have it, but I am misusing it. And God can come in and just impact your life right now and deal with something in our minds and cause a shift that will help us to make better financial decisions in our lives. Now, I want, before I go any further, to just point out one thing, Barcelona, one common thing with these two different scenarios that we've gone through. Number one, Jesus compares himself to this master Who gave money to his servants? Say his servants. He he gives money to his servants and he goes away. He says to them, put this money to work or do business until I come. And also the widow that lost her husband speaks to Elisha the prophet. She says, your servant, your servant is dead. And we are now in financial debt and you know, um, uh, the creditors are coming for our children to turn them into slaves. And she also mentions that your servant feared the Lord. So the one common thing that I see here is the fact that we are dealing with servants. And here is what the Bible says about those who regard themselves as servants. In Psalm 35 and verse number 27, the Bible says, let the Lord be magnified who has pleasure in the prosperity of his servant. So in other words, servanthood in the kingdom of God. If I see myself as the child of God who is a servant of God, I need to understand that God's intention is to to give me or to bring me financial prosperity. He wants me to prosper because he rejoices in my prosperity. He does not want to see me suffer. So in other words, I need to Start by believing as a child of God that it is not sinful to believe God For financial prosperity. I know this is almost a curse word at church. Many people cringe when they hear the word prosperity in the church. When they are are saying, oh, here we go again. You know, this is another prosperity preacher. Okay, that's fine. Call me a prosperity preacher. At least the word prosperity is in the Bible. Not just once, not just twice, not just three times, but many times. So the Bible does talk about prosperity and we have to talk about it. Especially to make us believe that God does not have issues with us believing him for prosperity. Because it is in the Bible. The Bible says he takes pleasure. And we need to touch and agree with him. Connect with him at the level of this truth. To believe that God can change my season. God Can improve my financial situation. But here's the deal, Gebezalan, that I want us to to understand. It It is God's desire for us, his servants, to experience his prosperity. Especially financially, right? Especially financially because we are not supposed to limit prosperity to finances. But it includes finances. Now, it is possible that you can be the Lord's servant and fear him and not take advantage of the inheritance that you have in him. Here is this servant. Here is this servant who was following the prophet Elisha. This is the same Elisha, by the way, who took a mantle from Elijah, experienced the miracles of Elijah. And if we study the ministry of Elijah, we realize that Elijah experienced so many breakthroughs, including miracles of provision, supernatural. This is the same Elisha that, when Elijah came to train him up to be a prophet, he found him. In the field, in the business field. He was doing very well. And here is the servant of this Elisha. Following Elisha. Misses it. Does not take advantage. Does not go for his inheritance. That is available. Number one, the Bible says, God rejoices at the prosperity of his servants. So in other words, he will make means. He will make provision. So that if we believe him for it, God is going to bring it our way. Take note, the woman emphasizes, she emphasizes, she says, Your servant feared the Lord. Listen to what the Bible says about those who feared the Lord. Psalm 112, verse 1. Praise the Lord. Play, blessed is the man who fears the Lord. Blessed is the man who fears the Lord. Blessed is the man who fears the Lord. What is to be blessed? It is to be empowered to prosper. Blessed is the man who fears the Lord, who delights greatly in his commandments. Verse 2 His descendants will be mighty on earth. The generation of the upright will be blessed, he says. Verse 3 Wealth and riches will be in his house. Wealth and riches will be where? In his house. What does it say to us? This man, who was the servant of God, who feared the Lord, failed to believe God for his inheritance. Hence, there was no wealth and riches in his house. There was debt. There was distress, financial distress. And I love, I admire this woman. I admire her because she refused to allow this situation to continue in her home. But here's the point I want to emphasize. As the children of God, we must not allow ourselves to be convinced by the enemy, the devil, to be convinced by the world to be convinced by the situations and circumstances. To make us believe that God can't change our financial situations. Amen. Amen. We are doing well with believing God for the forgiveness of our sins. Casting out of demons. Demons. But yabona kube and kipa matimon nabe young kalent to imau ukuzu, amen. Mar mobanity as colo lunculungulu for impumelelo. I won zimu amen, it's like we are easily showy mar Usa Tabang would impossible name from this. Amen. But I want to roga roga you until you can believe God because it can never be God's fault that the servant of the prophet was in debt and the children were about to be taken away. Because God already said, I rejoice at the prosperity of my servants. God has already said, Those who fear me, wealth and riches shall be in their house. God already demonstrated through Elisha and through Elijah that it is possible. So, law, that's why. What does it say to me? It says to me, it's our responsibility as those who are going to receive the revelation about our inheritance in God to say to ourselves, just like David, I, I love how they, this, this is a scripture, Minabazolani, that has delivered me uh, and, and it has helped me a great deal. David puts it this way he says, because. Here is she is now turned into a beggar. And David puts it this way. He says, I was young and now I am old. I have never seen the righteous forsaken, he says. Nor his seed begging for bread. David was simply saying, I might have tasted it, but the bug stops here. I am not going to let it continue to my children because I responded to the call of God. I am God's servant, and my responsibility is to tap into the inheritance that is available for me as God's servant. So many of us, we struggle with believing God for that, pursuing by faith and saying to ourselves, my story will change. We are not persistent enough, Bazalan. We are good with declaring against witchcraft, declaring against uh, curses, declaring against all of these things, but we are not persistent enough to declare upon our lives things that will change take us to the next level. We are not persistent enough to believe God for a divine intervention. Because we need to understand that it does not matter where we are. It does not matter how much in debt you are. It does not matter whether you lack, you have not been working for the past five years until you got used to it. Have you ever gone through so much pain until you accept it? that nothing is going to change. But I am here to provoke somebody and to say to you as you are listening to me under the sound of my voice, believe God for an intervention today. And tell yourself that I refuse to accept the status quo. I know that God is able to bless. I know that God is the God who changes times and seasons. I know that God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly above I can ever ask or think. I I, I know that God, if, if we say God is the source, money belongs to Him and it is His to give. And God can change my situation. God has the resources to change my situation. Listen, Barcelona, the Bible talks about how Isaac, if you study the book of Genesis chapter number 26, in verse number one, the Bible says there was famine in the land. Isaac was part of that famine. In other words, he was in a season of, you know, of lack, a dry season, together with many who were there. And God spoke to him and said and said, Don't go down to Egypt. So, in other words, he was able to change his season by obeying God. In verse, number two, in verse number 13 then the Bible says and the man began to prosper. So you and I we qualify for a season of beginning of prosperity. Even though I've been in a season that was dry for a long time but I have what it takes by the grace of God to begin to taste prosperity. I can believe God for a change in my life. In other words, I need to be that kind of a believer who will refuse to give up until I see change in my life I need to be like Jacob and say God I am not going to let you go until you leave a blessing behind I know you are able to bless I know you are able to change seasons I know you can do exceedingly abundantly above I can ever ask or think. you can break that cycle in your life and believe God for an intervention Just like this woman, she refused. She was sitting with the situation. And she said, I'm not just going to sit and accept the status quo. I'm going to step out in faith. I'm going to announce myself to God. I am going to announce myself to God. I'm not just, and many of us, we are sitting. We have accepted that this is who we are. This is what we have. And this situation is going to be like this until I die. The devil is a liar. I said the devil is a liar. You too can begin to prosper. You too can begin to work. You too can begin to have a business. You too can begin to taste a financial breakthrough just like others. It's not like there's a selected few who are meant to prosper in this life. The Bible says time and chance happens to them all. All that I need to pray for is for my own turn, my own opportunity, my own chance. That God when my turn comes may I not miss it. Do not let the devil make you believe. Do not make him believe. You need to understand that you you can only allow God to do something in your life in proportion to your faith. Your ability to ask. Take note. When the prophet steps in and this woman says, I'm not going to miss this opportunity. She says, your servant... And I, I, that's why I say I love this woman. I mean, yo, I, I mean, hey, if I see Michelle in the show, hello, What, hey, letting me born a boy, I'm born like her. There's something that we are missing here. It's like if there's an anointing you are flowing in, you are able to experience miracles in your life, but we are failing with the same mental. We cannot see the same results here. So in other words, I cannot belong to the same house where miracles are evident, where the faith of God is at work and it is evident and I am not experiencing it in my house. She went for it. She said, I'm not going to keep quiet. I'm going to ask for this grace. I am going to ask for this anointing. I'm going to ask for this blessing. He says, your servant. I love your arrogance. She says, the one who is associated with you. My Here's the part I love about the prophet. The prophet says, so what do you want me to do? Because many of us, instead of praying, that's why the Bible says, ask the Bible says, "Ask, and it shall be given unto you." And many of us, when we are going through financial challenges, we are not asking. We are complaining, we are crying God said, "Ask, and it shall be given unto you." That's why the prophet says to this woman, "What do you want me to do? Fine jealousy. Because many of us cities here are And God is like see remember that blind man was crying out to Jesus, calling upon you know the name of Jesus. And Jesus stops and he says, What do you want me to do? I mean, Jesus, are That's why God says, before you even ask, I know what you are looking for, but yet. I want you to ask. In other words, do you want me to do anything about your situation? Are you going to be specific? Are you going to say, God, I want you to send prosperity now? Send me a financial breakthrough now. I God. I need a job. Be like Jacob and say, I am not going to let you go until you leave a blessing behind. This time, Lord, I'm doing angelic visitation. That's why Jabez said, bless me indeed. Not just spiritually, bless me indeed. Let it be evident because the Bible says, the blessing of the Lord makes rich and it adds no sorrow. Bless me indeed. And sometimes we, we don't have to waste time in the closet, but if it's a house you are looking for, ask God for a house. If it's a car you are looking for, ask God for a, a car. If it's a job that you are looking for, ask God for that job. If it whatever it is if, that you are looking for, be specific, ask, and it shall be given unto you. The Bible says you have not, because you do not ask. When are you going to ask? You know, in the social media group, all of our friends go TikTok TikTok, Facebook, buy us with a sting. you. see these prayers to Facebook. you. i like going to you. I'm going to it's i we are your friends on Facebook. We are the ones reading there. Talk to God. In, that's why God has given us a principle in Matthew 6. He says, if you want to pray, he says, just lock yourself in your closet and talk to your father. In, leave us alone. It seems as if you are trying to indirectly pray to God, but you are praying to us. You want one of us in your profile to do something about your situation. Can we prove God for once? Can you be like Jacob and say, I'm going to send my family away. It's just going to be me and God. That's why even the prophet, when he was responding to this woman, he says, go and borrow vessels and then lock, shut the door. To say, now God, I don't have anyone to go to. I don't have any other source, but I only have you as my source. And right now I'm going to call upon your name. God, give me a job. Give me a business breakthrough. Promote me, Lord. Give me a financial breakthrough. Be specific. Jesus, what do you want? What do you want me to do? How not? With your servant. But he still asks, What do you want me to do? Tell me, what do you want me to do? So it means we need to get over ourselves and ask. You see, the problem with asking it requires humility. Because asking first acknowledges that the one I'm asking from. <laughs> Knows better. Is greater than me. In other words, so our arrogance in most cases as Christians causes us not to ask. Ask, uzobun I don't get Ask. Because Angas I can't afford it. Credit Bureau. A to very Nyamia A key to a financial breakthrough begins with repentance breakthrough lifestyle, So the first key is then arrogance beginning of prosperity where you think your job is everything all of a sudden. And Shem, God knows how to close the tabs. Ubona Ubonangatu, you are the source. Because sometimes we come to God, we get what we want, and then all of a sudden we think we are the source. Arrogance kicks in. And then God says, okay, let me look the other way. And then he looks the other way. And siabuya, but we are not repenting. And that's why we are prolonging the breakthrough. Because God is not sure if I reactivate, am I still going to get the same attitude? Because repentance is not I am sorry. Repentance is I'm no longer going to do it. I'm going to give. And God says, let me show you that you don't mean what you're saying. Let me give you the job. Ah, so busy. Ah, up and down. Ah, hey. (inaudible) This is my life. This is my responsibilities. (inaudible) God is like, okay, let's look the other way. So sometimes you just need to come back to God and say, look, get the principle of Malachi 3. Get the principle of Malachi 3. God says to them, you are cursed with a curse because you are robbing me and whatever, right? But the emphasis is there. Look, God does not say, come to me. He says, return. What does it mean? Benila. That's why the only way you can fix this thing, return. We And and many of us, all that we need to do is to return to say, God, I'm humbling myself once again. I became arrogant too soon. It did only in advance for letting the issue, content the issue manage, I'm not going to let it go. God, the issue anyway, because we se kala gashie sebe abandiribeni and be sincere and. Uncle, Uncle, just so ten thousand rand. you have arrived, bona a millionaire. I want a Ten Ah, listen, <laughs> no, i have going to say that I'm going to say that i that I'm going i i i 10k relax be humble just 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 be humble and and believe God for more because that is not even just enough. It's not enough. It's the beginning, it's when God activates and in most cases this is when God reveals us to us. He shows you good. Let me just show you. Let me just show you. It's like Peter who was too confident. Jesus, I will will be with you until the end. And Jesus was like, that's what you think. Well, you are not like that. Let me show you who you are. Just and, and, and you see, many of us in your memory samwe until ubenayo. Neli ni langa in that moment when you are faced with a certain situation, Uzo years vuga you were so convinced that you can be faithful. You were so con, And I told you that you are not ready. And you insisted. And God said, let me show you who you are. You have nothing to do with me. You just want everything that I can give to you. Ah, I've been a pastor for a long time. I've seen people how they were so sincere in Christ. Until a job came, and, and the job replaced God. There, there are people today who are slaves. They are, they are, they, you know, Jesus says, you cannot serve two masters. He right. says, you love the one and hate the other. But let me tell you, there are Christians who are still attempting to have two masters in their lives. As a matter of fact, they think they have two masters, but their greater master is mammon. Their greater master is the money. It is busy dictating to them. It is like, I can give you an example. I've been a a pastor for some time. This room at the end of the month is lesser than what it is. is. (laughs) There, there, There are others who cannot control. The voice of money in their lives. That's why last week one of the money matters that we dealt with was no matter how much you have, God must still remain in control. There are some who are controlled by money at the end of the month, they can't think straight. It's like, God, I no longer seek you first. This week you are second. The mall is the first. That's why the Bible says, when riches increase, do not set your heart on, because Imali is oktati hambe now, Isla. Is oktati hambe now, at So the prophet says, what must I do? And then quickly he says, what do you have in the house? What do you have in the house? And that is my question to you. What do you have? And this woman says, I have nothing but a little jar of oil. The prophet says, I can use that. So many of us, we have things that God has already given us. The question is, what are you anointed for? What is it that when you do, you can sense that it is not by power nor by might, but it is by the spirit of the living God. What is it that God has already anointed you for? And today I'm challenging you to take it back to God. So that God can say, let me show you what I can do with the little that you have. The thing that you thought it is not enough for you to experience my prosperity. Just put it in my hands. Because most of us, and with that, all of a sudden we can manage them for ourselves. And God is calling us back to him. He says, bring. The little that you have, let me show you what I can do with it. What are you anointed for? That's all that God was looking for. And he says, then the prophet says, go and borrow vessels from everyone. Empty vessels. Go and borrow ideas. Go and borrow strategies. Strategies. Look at other people who are flowing in the same anointing as you have and borrow their attitudes. Borrow their character. Borrow their ability to manage whatever it is that God has given unto them. So in other words, your capacity at the moment to handle the little that I've given you, it is not enough. If you are Jacob and you are a preacher, in other words, I am going to put babum Zimela next to you. And you need to borrow his vessel. And so that his vessel is bigger than yours. His capacity is bigger than yours. So that when you borrow that vessel, the oil is going to flow. But as long as it is only your vessel, for as long as you don't want advice, for as long as you don't want to listen to wise counsel from other people, you are only going to depend on your limited vessel, your limited understanding, your limited... Let me tell you, I've seen arrogance under the sun that once somebody is just little, bitty, tiny, anointed, your first contract in business All the arrogance that kicks in. All of a sudden you think you have 20 years experience. Instead of borrowing vessels, which other business person can I find? and borrow his vessel and sit down with him and be able to conversate and say in your 20 years here is me with my little oil here is me with my small contract here is me with my first job here is me with my first gift borrow me your vessel can i borrow from your wisdom can i borrow from your ideas can i borrow from your 20 years experience so that i save myself the embarrassment Of losing the little that God has given to me. And he says, do not just borrow a few. In other words, don't limit God's capacity to bless you. In other words, the prophet was simply saying, God can do this thing every day. Because the woman, the Bible says, when she was calling for the next vessel, the anointing continued to flow. When she was calling for the next vessel, the anointing flowed. When she was increasing capacity, the oil was flowing. Reading another book, the oil is flowing. Listening to another message, the oil is flowing. But when there was no longer a vessel, the Bible says the oil ceased. The oil ceased. It stopped. The flow stopped. So in other words, God says to me blessing you, there is no end. You are the only one who can limit my blessing in your life. For as long as you are smart and sober enough to go for another vessel, you see that's why even though I've been a pastor for more than 18 years I will still attend another seminar I will still attend another conference what am I doing I'm collecting more vessels I am increasing my capacity I am saying God show me what I have not seen yet about you show me another church that is doing more than what we are already doing I don't want to feel like I have arrived I don't want to become comfortable in a season thinking that things are going to be like this. I want when it is the season for a promotion. I want to be ready so that at least there will be a voice next to me that will say, here's how you handle this level of blessing. Here's how you handle this level of anointing. Here's how you handle this level of leading a church. That's why even today, I will not stop listening to people who are greater, more blessed, more anointed than me. I don't want to be arrogant to think that I have arrived. Three campuses are nothing. Three campuses are nothing. Three ke- as long as there is Bishop musasono with more than 60 campuses, yeah. I have not arrived. As, as long as there is Bishop devil who planted more than 10,000 churches in 2020 in the middle of the pandemic. What is Builders Church with three campuses? I need to continue borrowing vessels. I cannot feel like I'm comfortable. I need to go for another vessel and borrow, increase my capacity. I need to hear counsel from others who know better. And some of us with a little, that's why, we don't think and we don't see it as great what God has already given to us. See peace in a So all of a sudden, apostle, bishop, doctor, professor. Of what? Of who? Bishop. What? What? Already you are complicated. You can't be approached. Nobody can talk to you. Already you think you have arrived. That's why you you will miss out on that season of more than enough. More than enough. Where the Bible says, and Isaac began to prosper. He continued to prosper until he became very prosperous. Do not let money, the little smaller break through. Do not let it get to your head. I was telling Masanabo in the morning I said to him, for as long as there's Tyler Perry you have not arrived. The best you can do for now is to borrow his vessel. Take him out. How? Because there are people of capacity out there. People who can handle, I was saying, one of the things, I'm bringing you to my secret closet now with, with, I was having this conversation with my wife, I said, I'm, I'm not feeling good about myself because I'm sensing that I am in a different season and it seems as if I have limited capacity. I need to do something to increase my capacity because there's something more that God wants to do. But my capacity to process it is limited. My capa- and many of us, there's more that God wants to pour into our lives. But the vessels are not enough. The capacity is limited. And I'm, I'm, my prayer this morning, I was even praying yesterday, I was saying, God, I'm realizing... I'm falling short. I'm weak. But your grace is sufficient. Carry me. Carry me. Let me just so that I can be able to bring about all the necessary adjustments in my life. So that I do not sabotage what you want to do. Uphold me in your paths. Let me not sleep and fall. Not now. Not now, Lord. Not now. And just as as I am stumbling and I'm trying to figure out this season, just just support me a bit so that I can be able to handle the stretch because I am sensing the stretch that God is saying, I want to do more, but you are limiting me. And I don't want to let any of the achievements that are around me to blind me and she said and the prophet says take this oil and go and sell it he says go go he says go we are the sent ones he says go and as you go to that field to that job to that business he says take the oil sell it before you get excited Money responds to two things. Selling of a product. Provision of services. You're saying to me, Okay. But have you started selling? What do I mean? How can I upscale myself and turn my job into a service that I am providing to this company. So that they are not going to pay me for being here from 8 to 5. But they are going to pay me for the service I am providing. Where the company is going to say to you, man, We realize the kind of value you are adding. Why don't you open your company? Provide us with that, the very same service. Instead of giving you a salary, let's rather pay you for the service so that you give us an invoice. For the service, the very same job that you were doing. But what did I do? After I borrowed vessels, I was increasing my capacity. And I was improving how I am serving in my job. To a point that my boss will not have any choice but to see me as a service provider. Joseph is betrayed by his brothers. He's in a season of no income. He comes, all that he has is the little jar of oil. The gift and the calling from God. By God's grace, he finds himself in the palace. The wife lies. He gets arrested to summarize the story. All that he has is the little jar of oil. Your gift will make room for you. It will place you before kings. Be careful how you use it when you are in the midst of greatness. He says, going to serve with my gift. The prison keeper uses his gift, forgets about him. Hmm. He stays. And not be rewarded. Even if they don't personally reward you, God will create a problem. That will make them remember you. Little bye, Billy. king in the kingdom that nobody could solve. Ya prison keeper. But I once met a man in prison who had the wisdom of God. Wa Solves a problem that no salary could afford. And the king says, the only way I can reward you, sure. Allah, cannot afford. Sure. The only way I can reward you is to give you a position that only I will be above you. Turns this man into a service provider. Overnight. I go into a We are clean our servants are gone. I go into a from upscaling yourself as a cleaner to a point where they can say, How about you open a cleaning company? Employee, we don't have to deal with all because our core business is, taught, is not to manage cleaners. Our core business is mid of it. That's our core business. We have no business managing cleaners. But the way that you increased your capacity flowed in your anointing as a cleaner. Causes somebody to look at you. And say. We can upgrade you. And you can now be a service provider. think is stopping. But our mindset. Is not to sell. So, 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 that's, that's how you, you sell. What God has given you. You add value, develop, learn, be the best that you can be to a point that you can no longer be ignored. You can no longer be ignored. You can no longer be ignored. Let me tell you, there are many needs in this world, many problems that are waiting for your solution. I'm going to say this open. You know, many pastors are calling. Evangelism. And calls And they want this service for free. Can you connect me with your guy there? And I'm thinking, I think it's about time we sell the oil. It's about time I say, we can help you. But my guy that we are talking about can come. And he can speak to your team. Yeah. Just organize something on the side. Because yeah. it seems as if you must must be for free. must be for free. Lina Ragsolville, Nenkinga Yakko. Just to show big hands, we go to argue in. Oo ya. Usayom aga au au na sure whether usoyi win or land or no. Just to go casa, we go to pay any man. Coming to Ishai. Usayi decide after we know yasin. The carlaco. I don't think. Yeah. So cool. business ideas for free I'm thinking and, and I'm, I'm, I'm fine with it if I'm doing it for builders church members that's why I'm your pastor you can get it for free Thinking, oh, man, Let's sell the oil. What lava when things are wrong? My father, my father, my father, my father, my my father, my I get this email in my inbox. I'm closing. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Kila sman gani yao bazaluan? Oh Jesus! Oh, online. Ah, sorry, bazaluan. Kupemnanda kwa kula zangaboni. I'm close with this story. So a couple of weeks ago, I get this email. From this other pastor that I respect so much and I've been following them online and you know uh, and for some reason I'm on their mailing list and they inbox me they say we have this session that we are going to have we're going to be talking to leaders you know we we, we have selected you to just join on zoom just a couple of leaders and and I connect they, so they send me the zoom details the passcode when this thing starts, boom, the pastor himself is addressing this platform. I'm like, whoa, what just happened? So, so I'm just a struck. I'm on a Zoom call with this God ah! Can somebody come and see? It's just that I'm not the kind that will then run to Instagram. I'm not... Only my wife knows about this. I was like, whoa! And then he starts talking for about, you know, a couple of minutes and then opens for questions. Then people ask questions. So I'm also asking questions. And he answers my question. I like, He answered my question! And I'm the only one from South Africa! I like, ah! And then and then they close and then he says, you know, we have this thing that we have, hence you are part of this group, you know, that you can be part of and subscribe to. Here's a link and and anana, anana, Anana. Normally this session is paid for. So, but today it was just for free. I'm like, wow. So out of interest, I'm like, let me go and see if I subscribe. There was something that I was part of for over a year. I was paying 3,000 rands per month. Just so that I can learn. We are borrowing vessels. We are borrowing vessels. So, I click the <laughs> link. Hey! <laughs> Iti lento <laughs> $6,000 per annum. Njoy, Njambai, I call band. Out in calculating one. Plus, no Ramaphosa. Ustang economy, 18 1845. 45. Niti multiplied by 18 rand 45. Iti lento, 108,000 rands not you not in 90% of these things abantu bachela for free kuna mafundisi amazayo bahlale ofisini ngibatshela for free abanye elder abanye bangabongi nokubonga ahamba yo implementa isebenza into angiwestele hours and not even say thank you for free, Lingue hundred and eight thousand run for twelve sessions per person, per person, and Lapaglia Zoom were about twenty six. Go, sell the oil, pay your debt, and live on the rest. Live on the rest. In other words, I want to take you from that level of no income to just enough, to more than enough live on the rest. It's like, I can be able to settle everything and have some. Then, 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 now we are talking. Now, now, and, and and I want to reach that level where I can I can be able to have more to live on. Oshilota um 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 able to father bless us in the name of Jesus Christ I pray today in the name of Jesus Christ take us out of different seasons that we are in in a season in a season Of more than enough to the little oil that we have that you can use to create that flow in our lives so that we can have something that we can package and present to the world in the name of Jesus Christ show us in our jobs and careers how can we upscale ourselves How can we increase our capacities so that we can be able to provide service and sell what you have given us in the name of Jesus Christ. That our lives will not be the same again because you will visit us just like the prophet who visited the widow's house and it was the day of her breakthrough. Like those servants who were visited by their master and gave them money to go and trade with it, visit us. Sambulele. In the name of Jesus Christ, senzo So that, O oh God, our seed will never beg for bread. It is your pleasure for us to prosper and be in good health and kungulwe tu. Katuosi sumpulela I pray kungulwe tu guthi sumpulelis, slatlamelis, sparamis en kungulwe tu. Svulelimi yangu. Sbusisi sosa kweshebisayo. A man who was exchanged easy mozet who was a spume a cup again singing a pumelin. In Jesus' name we pray, and the people said, Amen and Amen. Let's give Jesus a big hand of praise. Thank you once again for listening to the message today we trust that you were blessed by it please do subscribe to our podcast to receive new messages every week thank you very much and keep on building